Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But more than anything else going out, I want to thank you guys, the listeners, the audience. Because without you, we don't last a week. We don't last a month. So what I'd like to say to you is I will miss you. I thank you. And from the bottom of my heart, I love you. Goodbye. Mike. Is it George's box? And Mike. is coming back. Oh, my good, goodness gracious. All the dramatic things I've ever seen. Mike. Standing right in George Steinbrenner's box, announcing he is back. <laughs> Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. You know, that works on a couple levels, too. Mike Geary, back here with you. That's, and, that's why I did it. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I didn't hear that beforehand, Dan. That was very good. Yeah, I didn't uh, want to play it twice. First of all, we're here on Trash Talk, enlightening you for the last uh, 13, 14 weeks are we in? Of course, my producer and seeing eye man, Dan Watkins, with me as always. How are you, buddy? What's up, Mike? I sound funny. Do I sound normal to you? Uh, you sound about the same. All right. Fair enough. Just funny in general. All right. And uh, returning, our first returning guest... And uh, really, our, our best guest out of the two we've had. Uh, I mean, we don't, have, we don't have another option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all we've got. We're going back to the well again. Uh, well, we, did, we, had, we had Smitty. You're, you're above Smitty. Smitty. Well, you're above I'm happy Smitty. to be back. Is, how many recurring guests have you had so far? Zero. Yeah. Oh, I'm you're the, the first one? one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm honored. Yeah, exactly. We, uh, you know, I figured, Lucy, we, we, need a, we need a female voice, you know. Oh, well, thank you. And there are a couple topics this week that I kind of want to get your opinion on. Oh, absolutely. But first, as you can tell by the intro... Huge news. The Pope is back. Mike Francesa, after what? Five months five. off? <laughs> it's, four, is, yeah, five, four months. Five yeah. months, yeah. Oh, yeah, because December. Yeah, December so four 15th. Months he's been off. Yes. So I have a theory. Yeah, let's hear it. So you know how he always talks about how he loves to snowblow? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He, he just took the winter off so he could snowblow and have yeah. all the time That's just to snowblow. That's a good one. I haven't that's, heard that, that one yet. Yeah, that's great. what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just and now he misses talking about it to us. He, oh, I love my snowblower. Right. So he, snow, the snow's finally it. done. Like you know, yeah. last week we had our last little blip of snow. He had a full winter with him and his snowblower, and now he gets to come back and tell us about it. Exactly. Um, it's bizarre, but here's one thing a lot of people say. If you don't know, Mike Francesa, after four months of retirement, uh, says he wants back in at WFAN. Apparently, he uh, threw his name out there to everyone else, SiriusXM. And I guess that's really it. Pod, the world of podcasting. I heard, ES, I, th- I heard he was trying ESPN. to do ESPN uh, like a Sunday football show. Apparently, no one wanted him. At Even, least for, I'm sure people wanted him. CNBC. He did some stuff with them, too. Right. And, you know, they didn't want right, him yeah. as a recurring, uh, like I am here, a recurring <laughs> guest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, I'm excited about this. I think this is, is this unprecedented? I've never heard of this happening yes. on such the, a magnitude. Well, the lead up, here's the unprecedented part. I mean, people who retire and come back all the time. 
especially in the media, right? And uh, or the world of sports. But what I think is unprecedented is the lead up to his retirement was like a year or over a year. Yes, where all they the were goodbyes. Like, Mike Francis is retiring. Goodbye. It would be like the whole thing with Jeter or Ortiz. We were just saying if yeah. if Ortiz came back, that's what this would be like. If he came back after all of that, Francis's right. last show, I listened to the entire thing. I cried. I was so <laughs> sad. All of that for nothing now because yeah. now he's back. So I cried all for nothing, and it was all that sadness. It's 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 a weird thing to do mm-hmm. to have everyone kiss your ass for a year and uh, say their good, tearful goodbyes. And then just come back a couple months later. But what a power move that is. It really He's is. coming back to save his station after he realizes that they're sinking without him. So here's why I don't mind the move as much. Because if WFAN was thriving without him, then it would look kind of sad. Like, people were like, oh, this is sad. I don't think it's sad. Well, Francesa left, and then he seized the station he built. Kind of, I don't know what WFAN's ratings are. They might be doing okay in the ratings. They lost Michael K. in the afternoon right, for the first they, time. Yes, which they had right. not done before. But my point is, and I don't have any particular examples in mind, but there are some shows that you consistently finish second and are fine with that, and that might be what CMB is. Uh, so I don't know how well they're doing, but it's not as well as Francesa did. If you're finishing second to Michael K., who barely t- pays attention because he's doing Yankee games afterwards, that's pretty embarrassing for the most historic time slot in sports talk radio history. So, Frances is at least not at least they're not thriving and now he's knocking on the door saying, "Guys, I'll, I'll come back. Exactly. You, you still need me?" It's no, he's looking at a a sinking ship. Right. Saying, so, it's it's more of a heroic move than anything. It really, really? Is. he's come, I love it. I it love is. this. Is, Frances this is, is a hero in a lot of ways. Right. I love I've him. Said. I love him more now than I did right. before because this is this is just great. This yeah. is also ex- I mean, I expected this a little bit. Yeah. Like the second he showed up on CNBC the day after his retirement or like the Monday after, I was like he he can't stay away from this. How is yeah. he going to stay away from FAN forever? And he couldn't he right. couldn't do it for four, four months. months later. Here he is again. Like it never, he never even left. Yeah. Now, Dan, you said Mad Dog in a couple of comments about this. We have quite a bit of sound. Yeah. Okay. We have. Uh, do you want to start with Mad Dog, or we yeah, can go start with Mad Dog? Start with Mad Dog. So I got two cuts from Mad Dog. Okay. Uh, Mad Dog says he's learned a bit about retirement. Yeah, that mean that makes sense. Poor Francesa had to f- deal with fucking doing nothing, not being in the spotlight for a few months, not spilling his diet cokes and nodding off on camera. Mike will. Uh, Anchor that afternoon positions again over at uh, WFAN in New York. And uh, so he will return after retiring on December 15th. And there are a lot of lessons to learn here uh, from a standpoint of um, who who did what and who did this and everything else. Let's start with the Mike aspect of it. And I tell you what I learned. Two things. And I'm almost the same age as Mike, five or six years younger. But I learned the same thing. Two things. A, when you retire. And I uh, listen, I learned it from Mike. When you retire, just retire. Just, you know, he finished. Yeah, yeah. Say goodbye on a Friday afternoon. It's give the quarters a chance and move on. You can't do a long goodbye because if you do a long goodbye, it gets a little tedious, number one. And number two, you if you like do an that asshole. and then all of a sudden you change your mind in five or six months, you're going to look like a horse's fanny. So horse's fanny. when it's time to go, oh, yeah. just sense it in your own gut and go. Now, Mad Dog isn't as crass as I was, but we agree that you look like kind of a, a horse's ass if... You build it up for a year. Fanny, come back. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I don't like to disrespect this Mad Dog. It's a PG with, with my foul language. But it, it is, it's like, you know, if you don't, because they were offering him money for right. the fan. And he said that, too. He and said they, it's not a money thing. It's just I want to retire. They offered him to do a shorter show, three right. hours, but he wanted more money to do less hours. So it's like, Mike, if you're not done, then keep going. Right. But you're not going to get the world. You're 70 years old. 
you're not going to keep getting the same money till you die. You know what I mean? Right. He had 83 guests on his second to last show. <laughs> and all of them wept and Bobby Valentine and yeah. Susan Waldman and like everybody that you can think of was on this show saying goodbye and thank you. His wife called in the tearful goodbye. She's like the first time I've ever called your show. And now she has a chance to do it again. Like he's coming <laughs> back. It's so yeah. strange. He can't do another retirement tour. Right. right. Exactly. Like he- I hope so now. That would, that would right. really be the Francesca arrogance is to just do it again in a year. That would be great. But now <laughs> (laughs) he's wasted it on the not real retirement so yeah yeah, when he leaves now it has you can't do it again it has to be just a like a regular like good one goodbye show right that's it did uh mad dog say anything else we do we do have some more mad dog that's the first thing second thing is uh make sure you're you gotta have your make sure that when you do retire you got something to do every day now you know mike's got young kids so it's much harder he can't go to miami or west palm beach or you know kentucky derby because he's got young young kids in school why would you want you don't want to be home with kids let the wife that's why that's why the missus are there let her take the let let Jeannie Russo take the kids to school. Let her worry about you know Colin's headache. Let her worry about Kira's SAT scores. I, say, let me go to work and do a talk show every day, and I'll see you at seven thirty. Well, questionable questionable uh, father skills by Mad Dog there at the end there, but uh, we'll ignore that just for the. <laughs> uh, how old is Francesa that he has young kids like that? He's I thought he was 60. like seventy. Is it? Oh, shoot, I forgot. Um... Even if he's he in, is early, I want to say early 60s, but I don't even if remember he's, even now. Even if he's, let's call it 60. 64. If he's got 64, a 10-year-old kid. Yeah, I know. I know. Good for Francesca, still pumping him out. Right. Um, and then Michael K, you said, we got some sound from Michael K? We have Michael know, K, and then we also have um, CMB. Him and, uh, him and Michael K had a good uh, rivalry. Arch nemesis. Yeah. I mean, I let, let's compare what Jay Leno did, right? I never sure. blamed Jay Leno. I blamed NBC. I mean... Uh, I've always been, you know, I'm in it for me, right? That's my my catchphrase. He wants to come back. He doesn't care. I mean, uh, FAN's disgraceful what they did to the people they hired. That they're the ones that you should say is disgraceful. I mean, Mike misses being on the air. People should do what makes them happy. And he realized it after four months. But I mean, FAN panicked after one book that they lost that they banged those people. He's he's right in that, like the the Leno versus Conan thing. You should have blamed NBC. But uh, here's where the, the analogy kind of falls apart is that Francesca chose to leave. They offered him contracts to do different things. He still chose to leave. So it's not really the same. But you should blame CMB uh, for just sucking. Yes. And, guys, right in this room, I meant to mention, we have the formula for uh, a, a morning zoo-type show like CMB is. We've got me, the, the, you know, the grizzled broadcaster. Just a girl in Lucy. Mm-hmm. Just any, any the girl. The Gray of yeah, the any, situation, any, if you will. Find, find a woman, and that's all you need. And then, Dan, you played sports at one time, right? In yeah. Your, in your life? We yeah. can consider you an ex-athlete. Even once in your life? Yeah. Like yeah. Just, yeah. That's all you need. That's all we needed. That's all we need. So we, we could replace. if you know. Next time Francesca goes, I think we've got the trio right here. But uh, how did CMB deal with being uh, bounced this quickly? So I'm uh, gonna, just going to say this clip is a little long. Okay. And it's of this particular show. So when you want to stop, stop it, it, just yeah, okay. just stop it. But <laughs> not sure. Or or if you just want to enjoy the mayhem, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just All let right, it ride. Let's obviously address the situation that's out there and the stories which all seem to be pointing to Mike returning, and that certainly appears to be the case. And Pause, look, all we can tell we you... We talk about his voice. I forgot it's just one his thing. Voice. I'm glad you said that. I forgot one thing. I considered myself the uh, polished broadcaster, but I would have to start talking like this. Mike Geary here. Good to have everyone. 
Why do they do that? I don't understand Oh, my that. God. I guess, I think uh, Bradford, when he listened to my first podcast version of this podcast, he said I'd do a little bit of a, like a fake voice. Mm-hmm. But I think that's more of like a nervous, like, trying to be professional. You know what I mean? But I, 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 it's weird to put on a full, like, there's no way he talks like For that hours anymore. and hours? Yeah. I can't even imagine doing yeah, that. How tiring would that be? Very odd. All right, let's hear what else he has to say. Who is this? We're not going anywhere. Oh, no? We're going to be a big part of this radio station for a long time. And this is a business. And you are talking about someone in Mike who was wildly successful for 30 years. So it only makes business sense to welcome somebody like that back into the fold. You get it. Is it awkward? Of course it's awkward. Of course it is. Does this mean that all three of us are going to have to share office now? (laughs) Big Big question by Bart there. (laughs) Glad Bart Bart is obviously... Bart is about to lose his job after four months, and he has a, a, a little quip like that. That's all he can come up with. It's like, I don't know. They, if just, you're, they if, just seem weak-willed, that show. Oh, yeah. There's no there's no energy. Where's the energy there? And also, like, they... There's a clip uh, I heard a little while ago of them uh, talking about people kind of shitting on them for their, their ratings. And uh, Maggie... What's her name? Maggie Gray? Maggie that Gray. Maggie was like, guys, can't we have some time? Oh my Isn't God. there? It's like no, not um, really. No, you just you, got thrown into drive time in New York right, City. Right. <laughs> like you don't get time. I mean, you're no. supposed to already. You get the time of your contract, so hopefully, but you don't get time for to to avoid criticism. Look what Get Up is going through. Right, and so the same thing. We knew this show was going to suck as soon as say, yeah. before it started. Mad Dog today on yeah. KNC was like, yeah, that show is not great. Like they, it's amazing. We when me and Dan, I forget if you were in for this too, but before uh, Get Up started. We said, isn't it amazing to watch a show being put together where before they ever do an episode, you know, well, this is going to be awful. Exactly. And they built a whole new studio for it. It was like six million dollars. And, you know, it's going to be terrible before it even starts. And it's it's like this show. Yes, exactly. And it's it's just if they're talking business sense, wouldn't it make more sense to just get rid of them completely? I mean, they're they're not bringing how much revenue could they really be bringing in? Yeah. And I I mean, I I joke, obviously, about like us, but it would be so much more beneficial to just put three young people that you've never heard of in there than to have like Bart Scott and some woman and some guy that's been around forever that no one gives a shit about. Right. Nobody is listening because like Bart Scott is on or Maggie Gray is right. on. Like, nobody's you like, have oh, to, I, you have to have substance. Right. You know I, mean? I will listen to anything Mike Francesa does because you know there's the possibility yeah. that it could be a train wreck yeah, or he's he going to say off something. And his nose hits the mic. Right. Or he <laughs> talks about, there's one time like he talked about Star Wars and didn't know what it was. Like things right, where he right, doesn't right. know what it is is fantastic and you, that could happen. So you listen because, you know, something stupid could happen most of the time. I would listen to Francesca like towards the end. Yeah. For I listened to him like growing up, but like just him towards the end, just because I knew it was ending. Right. And like, I couldn't listen to you know five hours of him because it's just <laughs> it's torture. No. But once in a while, without Mad Dog, there's a lot lag. But it's, yeah, it's yeah. funny just to hear like clips of him. And exactly. It's like flying like a plane without an instrument panel, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Especially what I love the fact like when prank callers just fuck with him. Yeah, and, and he's he like, just, oh, I remember he will this not clown. give up. He's like, this right. guy, this guy stayed on hold for an hour. For <laughs> oh, what a what a loser! You stayed on hold for an hour. It's like, Mike, Mike have some fun, Mike. Mike right. in New Haven, what's up, Mike? Hey, bro, how you doing? Hey, Mike. <laughs> hey, what? Bro. Goodbye. Oh, I love Go up, Mike. Please. I'm not your bro. I'm not your bro. I'm not your bro. I love Francesa. I'm glad he's coming back. Me too. Um, but before, I know you got to get out of here once we, But before well, we do that, there's one clip I wanted to show because there, was a, there were a couple stories this week I wanted uh, you know, a woman's take on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you could provide that for us because okay. me and Dan don't know what the hell we're talking about. Um, first, the, uh, the Rockies put in a, a female play-by-play woman. Yes. And apparently 
there were there was big big happenings with that on social media. Uh, people were saying that the Rockies just did that for you know Twitter applause and to say they're progressive and all this. Uh, and the Rockies responded. Uh, for example, someone quoted like what hypothetically the Rockies said is it doesn't matter what your talent is, but just throw a woman in there and we all we look progressive. And the Rockies responded saying. Uh, this is one of the worst takes ever. And it's like, well, that wasn't the guy's real take. He was imitating you. Right, exactly. But, it was satire. Yeah. But first of all, let's hear, because I haven't heard uh, this this woman yet. Uh, so let's hear the new Rockies play-by-play woman. Before I play it, is there anything you want to say beforehand? I want to say that I support women uh, and, and minorities and anyone else. I'm a disabled man, so I can get away with this. 2-1 count. And that ball is shot into left field. Yikes. Oh my God. It was okay up until that. Up until that, I was like, all right, she sounds like anybody else. But then she gets to that, and it's just cringeworthy. That is awful. Um, First of all, it's tough to to judge anyone, male or female, on their first game. You know, maybe she's nervous. I don't know. Sounds like she's doing an Ordway impression. In fairness to her, she's carrying the weight of feminism on her shoulder because people are like this woman has to now be good or they're going to get shit on and they're not going to be able you know I don't know but there is a thing in broadcasting just in general where you talk about people's voices and it's like if you have a weak voice I mean you know a lot of people can't help that. (laughs) But if you you have a weak voice you're going to be criticized no matter what. Like Joe Castiglione honestly I love the guy because he's been around forever. But if if I heard Joe Castiglione on his first day, I'd say, "How did this guy get a job in Broadway?" Well, yeah, but this wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is but just... then, yeah. So to add that, to add the void, the lack of a strong voice with the 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 circus act. That yeah, is, I would say to her, you know, try fire and, up the fountains. She should yeah. just try less. Try try no shtick. Don't try to have any right. fucking red. Just say it's gone. Don't try like, to be John Sterling. It is a home run. Like yeah. this, this just keep it simple. Simpler is always better. Right. Um, not don't go the other way with it and be extreme like that. <laughs> I'm, gl- uh, I'm glad you mentioned John Sterling. I was going to say, yes. could we compare her to the greatest? Because you know, in fairness to her, some people like to, to spice up their broadcasts. And we uh, we pre- we talked about this a couple weeks ago when John Carlo was in the midst of his uh, big cold spell at the plate. That right. Sterling had another home run call prepared for him, and over the weekend, oh, did he deliver? Well, here is John Carlo who flied to center his first time pitch. Swung on and drilled to deep right field. That ball's high. That is far. It is gone. Giancarlo. Non de Medicar. That ball sure traveled far. Giancarlo. Now, if that's not the height of just pomposity. That is worse than the original call. That is awful. He is still trying no. to impress that Italian girlfriend. Why is he so... Annoy- like, just crazy and annoying? Why is he so sure? Why, like, why is he so fixated on jamming the Italian aspect of this down your throat? It's the girlfriend. It's got to be. Just so you know, I have an Italian girlfriend. Did right. I mention that? It's, that is why. I I'm convinced. It's, it's, it's bizarre. Yes, it's um, nothing short of bizarre. I like this. That man. Can we just keep that plan for the rest of the show? I think so. <laughs> I, I like it too. Um, oh, one other thing, real quick. Before The other story I saw that I wanted a, a, a lady's voice on was, uh, I don't know if you saw this, uh, apparently Paula Patton, do you know who that is? Yes, and I saw this briefly that she wants yeah. to play Tiger Woods. Yeah. Is I don't that... know how I feel about that. Cause I, so I, I, look, I mean, I know what she looks like, right. but the picture along with the story I was reading, I was like, well, she kind of looks like Tiger Woods. Yeah. 
But it's it's too strange. Like I that wouldn't. That I would be weird, right? If you watch something about Tiger Woods and it's Paula Patton playing Tiger Woods, I like the whole time I'd be thinking that's Paula Patton. And there there would have to be. And it's a woman, <laughs> right? There would have to be no. It would take you out of it so much unless yes. she does. Unless they do an amazing job of making her look exactly like him, and sounding exactly like him, mm-hmm. where there's not an ounce of. This is why is a woman playing Tiger Woods? Right. It would have to completely be like. Oh, shit. Like, you'd have to consciously remember, oh, shit, that's Paula Patton. She's doing a great job. Yes. Otherwise, it's like, why are you doing this? Why not just have a guy play him? You know what I, I mean? I know. I would think it'd be interesting if they did it because yeah, it'd sure. be something different. Sure. Just to watch, a, you know, another yeah, train I'm wreck, even, maybe? I'm not even saying don't do it. I'm just saying beware. If you want it to be a good movie, yeah, it's not going to be good. Beware. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. 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 See, I like that's why I like having Lucy on too is because if I said that it would be like, "Oh, what a sexist pig." <laughs> so Lucy can say that shit for me. I pay her to say it. I give her my opinions beforehand. Oh, okay. you're getting paid? Yeah. What yeah, the hell? You didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how I give back to the Me Too movie. I pay Lucy and I just harass Dan and give him no benefits. I spent three hours I, on that intro. That's how I give back to society. Well, it was for nothing, my friend. I'm sorry to tell you. It was all for not. Except, uh, you know, doing just a great show. Do we have anything else before I get on here? What else do I want to talk about? Oh, um, last thing, real quick, is uh, get up. Uh, Jalen Rose got into a beef with Shania Tw- Twain about Donald Trump. And then on the same day, Bomani Jones went on a rant about how you shouldn't talk politics uh so that people don't get interested what is going on at espn who knows they don't even know what's going on at espn it reminded me of like you know how the red sox in years past have done things where it's like we're never signing a pitcher over 30 again and then they give david price the biggest and they go do it and then they say we're not signing superstars and they sign sandoval and handler ramirez the crazy deals it's like that at espn except they're doing it at the same time right (laughs) where they're like they just don't know i i don't know that is a sinking ship but I was wrong. I will uh, pay my dues and say uh, I was wrong a couple weeks ago when I predicted Get Up would last, or uh, CMB would last longer than Get Up. Yeah, and I was right. You were right. Yeah, that's so right. You win that one. Yeah. The, I didn't realize the Pope was going to be coming back to take him down. Uh, so that one finally settled. Lucy, did I get, I get you out of here in time? Yes, exactly. Perfect. That's that's pro broadcasting right there. And uh, Dan, before uh, I'll plug everything, but uh, have John Sterling ready to go to take us out. It was a, night, a little melody that John Sterling gave us. Uh, but first, follow my friend Lucy Burge on Twitter, at Lucille Burge. Lucille Burge, yes. And uh, Dan Watkins. You follow him for all of his hard work that he does. The man sat here all day and waited for me, uh, at DWAD93 on Twitter. And I'm at BlindMike underscore. And please, folks, subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and all that happy horse shit. And uh, go to WEI.com if you don't feel like subscribing. And listen to all their other podcasts. All right. See you next week, folks. Well, here is John Carlo, who fly to center his first time. Pitch. Swung on and drilled to deep right field. That ball's high. That is far. It is gone. John Carlo. Non de Medicar. That ball sure traveled far. John Carlo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.